בשם השם נעשה ונצליח, זה היום עשה השם להגילה ונשמחה בו. Any situation in life, the most modern, the Torah, through the oral Torah, which is the Talmud we have. And since you asked me a question, I wanted to deal with this. And that's a very important question, because never in the history of mankind were people addicted to become robots, servants to the electronic world. So the question is, is one allowed on Shabbat to turn on his radio or television before Shabbat? And let's say it's on an automatic timer, it'll turn off. So chas v'shalom, you don't miss your LA Lakers game or your favorite. Is this allowed? Obviously the answer is not. But we want to see why not and how not. And a little bit dwell into this idea that the uh, spirit of the law is more important than the law itself. And so we're quoting the chief rabbi of Israel, which is the greatest halachic authority for the Sephardic in our generation. I believe, in my opinion, we have nobody greater than him. The Yalkut Yosef, Rabbi Yitzchak Yosef Shlita. So he says very clearly, unequivocally, that if before Shabbat, not on Shabbat, of course it's forbidden to turn on the TV <laughs> or a radio on Shabbat. Or nowadays, uh, your Spotify or anything. This was written actually in the 80s, maybe the early 90s, but that's almost... Um, it says that it's clearly a sore to listen to the news on Shabbat, even though you turned on the radio before Shabbat. And even if it's on a timer, and it's going to turn off on Shabbat. Some people are addicted to it. And he says... He says, even if it's um, by non-Jews, if it's in Israel and Jewish, for sure it's also, because they're turning on fire and they're talking to the microphone and it's a chilul Hashem. It's, uh, Jewish people should be keeping Shabbat, not running a radio or a TV station. But the um, he says, it doesn't help even if you put a big sign on the house that don't, people won't be choshed b'kshem, so people won't think you're a a sinner and you turn on radio on Shabbat it doesn't help and he says even if you're walking by your neighbor's house and the neighbor has the TV on and you want to stare into from the window or listen eavesdrop and listen to the thing that's not allowed either and same thing with um, TV stations because they shouldn't even be working on Shabbat if it, for sure if it's in Israel and um, he says here that somebody that wants to save his soul for eternity would, would, would stay away from watching TV altogether. Because it's all about three things sell in Hollywood. Sex, sex, and sex. <laughs> so, and I'll tell you an amazing story about my father when he we used to own a uh, carpet flooring store. It's an amazing story. So stay to the end. We have an amazing story about my dad of less memory. It's all mockery and non-modesty. Everything television is showing you is anti-Torah. You know that. Especially in Pride time. 
Well, you may say the Discovery Channel or something like that, historically, but the rest of it is just the Vanshecha. And it says uh, they want to make everything that we say is darkness into light. Like they want to desensitize you to homosexuality, abortion, murder, anything that we... That Ten Commandments says, right? It, they show you families of, what is it? People that uh, don't respect their... It's all like anti-Torah, anti-respecting your parents, anti-respecting authority, anti, anti-God, anti-humanity. Just... It will make you a libertard, you know. So... He says, if you if you if you want to save your soul for for eternity, don't watch it altogether. Even during the week, you should. So now he, we we want to go deeper into it. So he brings Rabbi Yitzhak Yosef brings in a deep analysis of this, that the Bat Ayin says already dozens upon dozens of years ago when they used to have a gramophone, a record player on the vinyl. He says it's forbidden to listen to your music on Shabbat even though it was prepared before Shabbat or listen to the radio the radio has li- existed for many years and Rabbi Vadya already he wrote this in um, his first volume of Yabi Omer that um, it's forbidden for sure in Israel, right? Israel is much worse because the whole radio station and TV station is conducting business on Shabbat and they touch fire and they, they have to get into their car to get there and that's for sure. But he says, there's a few issues here that um, I, I wanted to diverge a little bit here. Why is it forbidden? To technically say that it's absolutely forbidden, well, you're not touching fire. But here I wanted to diverge and say that the rabbis made a lot of different rules in order to preserve an atmosphere of serenity on Shabbat. You understand what I'm saying? For example, according to Torah law, you could run your company if you're Jeff Bezos or what's the owner of Tesla Elon Musk Elon Musk let's say they were Jewish you could tell the Goy to your secretary to do everything for you. according to Torah law is it forbidden to tell the Goy to work for you on Shabbat that, that in the Ten Commandments says you can't tell your servant to work that's your servant that you actually own but an employee is not your servant. So the Rambam says, what kind of Shabbat is that? Every second you're running your company, telling this guy to turn on fire for you, this guy to write down, your secretary to send you an email, to call the phone. You could run your business on Shabbat. The Rambam, Maimonides clearly says, the reason for, like mukseh, we're not allowed to touch scissors or... The, these things really make Shabbat glorious and preserve the holiness of it. So basically, if we're going to come, and I hate to use such strong language, but rape Shabbat, like, you know, take away its holiness, that's against the spirit of the law. And a lot of times, the difference between a real servant of Hashem and a faker, 
person that's always looking for loopholes, because these people that are Erev Rav and always looking for loopholes, in the end of the day, they're going to go off to Derech, either them or the... It's going to water the fear of Hashem, you know? My dad used to always tell me, God bless his soul, either do something right or don't do it. If you want to keep halacha, this hat, this half-baked commitment to it that you want you want your eat, have your cake and eat it too. Is it a holy day that's different? What does holy mean? It's different. It's separated. So therefore, Rav Avadya already many years ago, almost 70 years ago, when he first wrote his first book, he said, we should not, because it's a disgrace. There's something in Shabbat, in Halacha, already from Talmudic law, called Ziluta de Shabbat. Right? For example, for the same reason, it's not appropriate to be in the gym the whole day. You know, technically on Shabbat, what could you do? Go pray nets from 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. Two hours, you're done. The whole day, go exercise in the gym. What are you doing wrong? But the Talmud Yushalmi says clearly, Hashem gave us Shabbat to learn Torah. Right? Why did Hashem give us the, all these holiday of Sukkot and Cholamoed and all this to learn Torah? To connect to Hashem. If, you, you, if, if your Shabbat is the exact same thing, okay, you don't touch fire, but in spirit, you're exactly in the same mode and everything else, exactly. you're disgraced Shabbat. It's not holy for you, practically speaking. So therefore, Rabbi clearly says in Yabi Omer, that by having the radio on, even though it was on from before Shabbat, and it even turns off, at night, through a timer, it's wrong. And like we said before, you could you could be a wise guy and say, "Hey, maybe by me putting a big sign that this was turned on before Shabbat, nobody's gonna uh, think that I'm a faker, a hypocrite, living a double life." But sometimes at night, people don't see it, and some people hear it, but they're they're spaced out. <laughs> looking at their cell phone <laughs> and then your neighbor is going to think that you're a faker and there's also another very important rule and you know what that is whatever the rabbis forbidden because of marit ayin that people are going to think that you're a faker it's even forbidden to do not only in public but in the, in, in the chamber inside a chamber like in North Fort Knox where no, nobody could see you inside the you know it's still forbidden to do something because once the rabbi said it's we forbid you to do, like, for example, you know, hang your laundry on Shabbat. That's a good example. Because people think you did... If you hang your laundry on Shabbat, people are going to think, when did you wash it? On Shabbat. So you're not even t- allowed to hang it in your bathroom. I Nobody's going to... They don't have x-ray vision. Whatever, you understand? There's something called marit ayin. Whatever is forbidden. And it says that... Um, There's another issue that Rav Yitzhak Yosef here brings from the Divrei Chizkiyo. Um, and that, that there's another thing on Shabbat that actually I want to quote you, Talmud Yushalmi. There's a thing called Uvdin Dechol. So there's a... First, first problem we said is the disgrace of Shabbat. The second problem is that you're making Shabbat feel like a regular day and Chachamim for that reason forbade many things same thing here if the radio's on everything's on 
It's forbidden to do that. Second of all, Shabbat, Sephardic are very machmir. We don't even clap our hands on Shabbat because we're worried about Hashmat Kol. On Shabbat, you're not allowed to play music because we're worried that maybe one of the things is going to break the uh, strings of the um, guitar and then you're going to come fix it. So for that same reason, you know, the Divrei Chizkiyo says that this is like the same thing as that. What the difference does it frame from musical instrument from the radio? You're, maybe the the radio is going to break sometimes, you know. It doesn't, and Rav Yitzhak Yosef Kuli says it doesn't matter if it's battery operated or any anything. It has a transistor, it's the same thing. And he says another thing which makes a lot of sense. A lot of times subconsciously by mistake if you keep it on on Shabbat you're going to come to change the channel you understand or sometimes like the chief rabbi the predecessor to Rav Avadia Rav Ben Sion Meir Chai Uziel the Mishpatye Uziel says Rabbi Uziel says listen sometimes the radio may not you know how you have to adjust it to become um in the transistor radios so the, uh, before Shabbat it wasn't so clear on Shabbat subconsciously you're going to come what? and fix it so all these things are a problem the Chazonish yelled about this he said it, it's, it's the wrong thing it's making, making the masses sin the people that run the radio stations and every community every community rabbi should do what? everything in his power to um, to to warn people that this is wrong. They shouldn't keep their radios on on Shabbat. Now, the uh, Shabbat, the poskim say, is a day that we need to disconnect from technology. So, if you by having the radio and television on. It's it's um, it absolutely destroys the whole atmosphere of um, and and you know what I tell you something when I was growing up I had a lot of modern Orthodox friends and they used to do this and it breaks my heart looking back now almost none of them are at, from at all really because what happens is when you start yeah. playing with the the holiness. Yeah. It, it every time we um every time we have a uh, mitzvah we say Asher Kidishanu mitzvah. The whole goal of the keeping the Torah and mitzvahs is to make us holy. So what? You're gonna take the holiest day and rape it and abuse it by Define, yeah. yeah. And the same thing the post can bring down, like you can't even tell your goy to come turn it on and off for you. You understand? So he he brings a uh, interesting postic. He says first there was a postic called the Chelkad Yaakov, and he said a very amazing thing. He said if somebody has depression and music cheers him up, originally in one of his books he said it's okay for it to be on from before Shabbat. But then later in volume three of his responde he says absolutely wrong. The the halacha that I told you was wrong, even if 
It could be if somebody has a life-threatening depression, like during COVID, They're people suicidal. were suicidal. Yeah. That's another thing. If he's in a separate room, and that's a different thing. If, if really that's going to save his life, that could be its mutar because, in order to save somebody's life, that that's a whole different. Thing. We're talking about somebody that has like a mild depression, and this cheers them up. Originally, the Chelkad Yaakov, which was a very interesting post game. He said, but then he says, I want to tell you one thing. Anything that has to do with electricity is forbidden on Shabbat. For all the reasons that we previously said. Disgracing Shabbat, making Shabbat like a regular day. And he says that um, we stay away from anything electric, electric on Shabbat. Right? And he says, I, I regret having even thought of saying that from even for a sick person. Right? He originally said for regular people you shouldn't do it, but somebody that had depression, it was going to cheer him up. He said it's okay, but then he re- he retracted, mm-hmm. and this brings me to the point that right now I want to tell you two interesting stories. Then I'm going to go to television, and then we're going to finish. But it says that um, we have a uh, professor in our synagogue. She's a professor in CSUN, and. Uh, it was her mother's shloshim, the 30th after she passed away. So she wanted me to say some prayers for her mother's soul. I was shocked. I said, Professor, why don't you have a smartphone? She says, I, she says, I wrote three different textbooks that they teach in college. She's an international lecturer on the thing of programming smartphones. She says, if you would have known how... First of all, addictive and how evasive it is of your privacy. They really, when any app you download, you're basically, these apps and Google and Apple know about you more than you know about you. <laughs> they know, you understand? So it's shocking to see that people that are actually people that develop the programming for the, the software for these smartphones, they don't have it. Because they interviewed the number one most, uh, there was a, there's a doctor rabbi in New York, psychologist, the business you want to go into, that had the most clients. He's like the most famous psychologist. He said the number one reason he's seen divorce happen in the Orthodox community is because of smartphones that make us so silly and stupid. He says women feel neglected. The guy comes home instead of... So this Hashem knew that the... We, Hashem is above time. Hashem knew... That for us to keep our sanity, we need to unplug. Right here near near your house on Wilshire and Sananella, there's a thing, a meditation lab. It's called Unplugged. Oh, oh yeah, no, yeah. So the non-Jews have already realized how dangerous dangerous is. This is a college professor, and she doesn't own a smartphone. People cannot pray anymore. It's the biggest chilul Hashem. During prayer, they're always on their phone. Now, if we allow radios and technology... That's why Rab- the Chalkas Yaakov, the great Rabbi Broish, he's a big postdoc. He says, I say anything electricity, electricity, electronic devices, whether it's radio, television, smartphones, computer, and Shabbat don't go together. And I regret, he said, that I had ever mentioned that such a thing remotely may be okay. You understand? And for that reason, it's sad that here you have a whole family's this rabbi was he was crying and saying he said he said the f- most important thing a father should do is like leave his phone in the car once he touches the mezuzah and comes in then he can 
go back after he's done his homework and spend the two, three hours from like six to nine, ten with his kids, got to go retrieve his phone and part, charge it and go to bed. We've lost human contact. And the LA Times actually, many years ago, was showing like six, seven years ago, I saw a beautiful comic. It was a brother and sister sitting next to each other. Instead of talking to each other, they were texting each other. We've lost our humanity. So that's why never in the history of mankind, and if you think you're a smart aleck, and you want to be wishy-washy and look for head there and look for loopholes, loopholes then you've, you've missed the boat. And there's no question in my mind, if we had the Jewish Supreme Court and Moshe Rabbeinu and Eliyahu Navi, they would give strict malkut, <laughs> whipping, to anybody that would keep their TV or... Because you've missed the boat. You've, the day of Shabbat is supposed to be a unique day. Right. And even during the week, this is damaging people. Yeah. There was, there's countless studies that the, the, these children that have uh, cell phones from a young age, the way their brain is going to develop, they don't even know how the ramification. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very bad. It's very bad. So now one day we have in the week to save our sanity, and that you want also <laughs> rape and destroy and take away the holiness? It's just like, you know, like, I, I give you the best example, my friend. It says a, a, a prayer without intention is like a body without a soul. Mm. Same thing, Shabbat, if you have your TV on, oh, technically you have found a loophole, I turned it on on Shabbat, da, da, da. it's like a, it, the Shabbat has lost its soul. Yeah. Do you want Shabbat with the soul? It's lost its holiness. So it's, 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 it's worse. Such people, honestly, I don't want to say, but what they're doing is garbage. You know, I don't want it, to. It's it's a disgrace to Shabbat. They're making Shabbat like a weekday, but um, so yeah. Television he brings here, by the way, parenthetically, that you know, it's 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 non-modest. So I tell you an amazing story, and I end off with Rav Ovadia parenthetically says here in Chazon Ovadia that uh, regarding your um, answering machine or fax machine. That it's not, it's not an issue that you have to turn that off, right? Disconnect your answering machine. Some people actually are machmir; they do that, or their fax machine, so they can't receive a fax, or they can't even receive a voicemail on Shabbat. But that Rav Avadia says you don't need to do. So I'll tell you an amazing story sure about you die, yeah. yeah television, and then we'll finish with this. He says, one time my dad of blessed memory used to we own a, used to own a carpet store on the corner of. Uh, Ventura Boulevard near uh, at the end of Studio City near Universal City it wasn't Fulton it was uh, Ventura Boulevard I forgot to cross street it's been so many years so he said one time uh, one of the Jewish presidents like top top executives of Universal Studios but not the uh, the amusement park Universal yeah, yeah, yeah. the um, entertainment park so my dad Jewish. Grew, yeah, he was a Jewish guy, but not religious, secular. Yeah. My dad he had a mansion, like a grand, grand mansion with like ten different bedrooms. And my dad wanted to put carpet. This is like thirty some years ago. He was shocked, they didn't see one TV in the whole guy's house. Wow. So my dad says, You're the executive of one of the biggest, you know, entertainment companies, TV shows, this, that, Universal Studio. He says, What, you want my kids to uh, he says, I don't want my kids to watch this garbage and get brainwashed, have crazy values. Wow. So, I'm saying the people, 
you see the people that are college professors that have developed the technology for smartphones, they don't, they don't, they know the dangers of it. They don't own smartphones. The people that own the TV companies, they don't have a TV in house. And then now we wow. want to rape Shabbat, that's wow. the most sacred. Said your life, daughter. It's it's the most sacred of all days, and we want to ruin it for ourselves by um, by. So I mean, Hashem help us. The Satan technology should be used as a tool to look, to watch Shirim like this on YouTube. Yeah, exactly. But it's a double-edged sword. It's not a exactly. toy. If you if you um, abuse it, then it has the possibility of ruining marriages, corrupting. making you a robot, corrupting it, and therefore, uh, if you know anybody that is doing this shtick. Of trying to do loophole, you should, as a brother and a sister, try to knock some sense, even if they have nuclear proof concrete in their head, <laughs> and help them to preserve the holiness of Shabbat. Oh, it's man. the only thing we have, it's the only hope we have to keep our neshama alive. And we have to keep it in the most purest and wholesome thing. Therefore, it's absolutely forbidden to put it on on Shabbat. And May Hashem have mercy on us all. Amen.